Ghostbusters. Yes, there's a ghost in my house that needs busting pronto. Can you describe the apparition? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I, I don't know. It looks kind of like a skeleton, but it's, uh, it's made out of metal. Metal skeleton. Sir, is this ghost from the future? From the, I don't know. Hold on. Hey, hey, are you from the future? Really? Okay, thank you. It says yes. Got it. Well, sir, I'm sorry to say you called the wrong Ghostbusters for this job. Excuse me? What you have on your hands is a robotic ghost from the future. We don't do those. Well, who does? You want the other Ghostbusters. Jake Kong Jr. and Eddie Spencer Jr. took over the business from their dads, the original Ghostbusters. Oh, the guys in that old haunted house in lower Manhattan? Didn't I see them running around with a gorilla? His name's Tracy. Yep, that's them. Usually seen fighting the robot wizard Prime Evil and his gang of ghouls. Time travel, robot ghosts, flying cars, that's their beat. All right, well, thanks so much. Sure, and if you ever end up with a real ghost problem, just call the real ghost. I'm good, thanks. Hello, original Ghostbusters? Today, on Days Past Tombcast, we're talking about Filmation's Ghostbusters. Welcome to the Days Past Tooncast, everyone. My name is Will. My name is Travis. And on this podcast, we have adult conversations about... Yesterday's animations. Filmation February. It's yeah, still baby. happening. It is. Week three. Yeah. Can you believe it? We're already so deep into yeah. it. It's great. Dude, so you don't even understand what no, I just said. Uh-uh. <laughs> like three. I, I love it, though. I heard Filmation. I'm, I'm good. I'm good with that. Yeah. <laughs> You missed the third day of preschool and then uh, just didn't go back, right? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, yeah. okay. As long as you admit to it. Been working on the docks ever since. <laughs> it's an honest life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Filmation, who, if you haven't been keeping up with this month, I don't know why you're starting with this episode, but welcome if you are. Yeah. Howdy. Maybe you saw Ghostbusters written somewhere and just thought, hey, I'm going to go check out Peter Venkman uh-huh. and Egon Spangler and all my other buddies. This ain't Guess the one. Guess what? You fucked up. <laughs> you, made the, you made a big mistake, pal. You blew it. Because we're not talking about those Ghostbusters. We're talking about Eddie. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Jake. Yep. We're talking about Tracy. We are. Our favorite buddies. Because, again, I like them more. I, I feel like I could spend time with these guys. Same here. Versus Same here. the Ghostbusters of the real. Of yesteryear. Of yesteryear. <laughs> the other ones of yesteryear. <laughs> yeah, the other contemporaries of theirs. <laughs> well, because on this show, Jake Kong and Eddie Spencer Jr., it feels like they're always being bullied by the ghosts. Yeah. And by other people. Their own fucking talking car calls them names and insults them. It's true. But they always keep a good attitude. They do, man. So yeah. I I feel like that makes them more likable than because otherwise it seems like they're bullying the ghosts. That's what Egon does. Right. I mean, Eddie's always getting bullied for sure. Absolutely. Eddie's getting the bully. Well, he's the most lovable one. The more you get bullied, the more lovable you are. <laughs> it's simple math. It's I was simple. I was at my most lovable in seventh grade. Right there with you. Yeah, six, yeah. Six was mine. And that's actually when none of us are lovable at all. 
teenagers? Yeah. No, thank you. Right? Yeah. We smell the worst. But we're continuing with Filmation February, the studio that brought us Black Star. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> trying to save my voice a little bit, but I, I can't. I can't do that to myself because I can't do that to you, Travis, because I know what you want me to say is yeah. that it's the studio that brought you. Come on, what you got? What you got? Do it, please. Please. Web woman. Okay. Come on, man. I'm sorry. I keep messing Just it blow up. blow the voice Hold out. On. Come uh, on. Blow it mm. out, bro. Blow it out. Hey, man. I am the masters of the I'm just weeping and clapping in yeah, the corner. It's like the end of an opera. <laughs> I should start trying to add some vibrato to it. <laughs> the company, the studio that brought you He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, She-Ra Princess of Power. Yeah. <laughs> that Princess of Power. Uh, Fat Albert and all these. They also brought you a Ghostbusters. And this is our third time covering this show. Yep. I'm very glad to be back with our buddies who live between the Twin Towers of the World Trade Center, apparently, in New York. It's <laughs> where they seem to be based. And we're continuing this month's theme. It's February. It's a month for lovers. And Travis and I are lovers. lovers. Yep. (laughs) Your moment of silence on Filmation (laughs) uh, and its cartoons. I love it. You just look down. (laughs) I can't look at you and do that. (laughs) Just let it sit for a second. I was putting the headphones down. Yeah, you thought we were done for the day. I was walking around the station, yeah. Each cartoon that we're covering this month is not only Filmation certified, Gold, but it is in platinum, even if you ask me. But it is also related to the theme of love and Mm. romance. And this is the episode so far that seems most related to it. Yes. There's a a wedding, there's a shallow princess who rejects, there's a coral, coral. there's a troll, Mm -hmm. there's an alleged ghost. (laughs) Whatever whatever he's supposed to be. We're talking about it. So let's get it out of the way. Yeah. The plot Filmation's Ghostbusters. Season 1, Episode 40, originally broadcast on Halloween Day, 1986, entitled The Princess and the Troll. The gypsy Madam Y alerts the Ghostbusters to trouble in fairy tale land. The evil ghost Gimgul halted the royal wedding, zapped away Prince Delwyn, and is demanding Gwendolyn marry him instead. Flying over in the ghost buggy, the Busters face a hideous troll, who's actually Prince Delwyn. Transformed by Gimgul's magic, Delwyn was rejected for being a total uggo by Gwendolyn, who didn't recognize her own groom. With Delwyn's help, the Busters infiltrate the castle and stop Gimgul from marrying Gwendolyn. A kiss from the princess returns Delwyn to normal, and the two live happily ever after. That's right, we've entered fairy tale territory. 40 episodes into Ghostbusters, <laughs> they decided we're not even going to pretend to be a ghost show anymore, <laughs> except for the fact that they throw the word ghost around every other sentence. It's ridiculous. This, this cartoon, this is, uh, I don't know what happened. This is kind of in the same vein as the, oh, the rabbit episode of He-Man that we did. Oh, yeah. Like, it seems like a lot of shows we're, we're doing from them. Where, where they take that sharp left without using the blinker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like they're try- they think that you're tailing them and they're trying to get away suddenly. This doesn't have Primeval, the usual big baddie, the Skeletor of this show. Yep. He's nowhere to be seen. And I'm sad about that because he is pretty much my favorite guy next to Skeletor and Mumra. Like I we've would learned. Say. Like we've learned. Yes, yep. he's wonderful. Instead, we're, we're stuck with this, again, alleged ghost, Grim- Gimgul, <laughs> which we'll talk about in a bit. Yeah, it's a big... 
it's just a filler. It's a fill-in. I, I don't get it. I don't know it really, it really why, like why they decided that they had to look to another universe, one called Fairytale Land. <laughs> uh, that, I mean, Fairyland or Fairytale World, I don't know. It just sounds like uh, they just really had to make it up on the spot really right. fast. Yeah. <laughs> You shouldn't run out of ghost ideas. Like Lou was writing it on his own. Lou Scheimer, producer, head producer of Filmation, was like writing it on his own. And then he brought in his daughter to do punch-ups on right, it. And then that yeah. was all it got this time. <laughs> but I, I was very happy to see Eddie and Jake and Tracy Lesso. He's okay, but I... Okie dokie. Okie dokie. The talking gorilla that no one seems to be impressed by the fact that he does even talk... He says the one word. He's the driver. He's, he he drives. drives a car. Yeah. Now, I think we do have gorillas that can drive cars. Do we? Well, I don't know if we give them the chance. We oh. certainly shouldn't because God knows what they'll do so with that. All you're saying is they could. We have they gorillas could. that yeah, could yeah. drive we have, cars. Yes, they have the potential. Okay. We do not let them anywhere near it. Gotcha. Yes. <laughs> you, you just zip by that. If I wouldn't have pulled your car, you would have kept going with that. I love it. I'm going like, to suggest that some children out there like in junior high for science fair just have a whole stand-up poster board thing about how gorillas could drive cars. Here's a study proving yeah. they could drive cars. He does everything else, Tracy. But Eddie and Jake, uh, we were talking about it before. They just seem so likable. And this is a comedy. Yeah. Like that. This is an unabashed comedy. They're trying to be funny. And sometimes they're funny without meaning to. <laughs> sometimes they're funny. And they absolutely meant to. It, they just, they win no matter what. Yeah. The, the cards are stacked in their favor. True. Jake and Eddie are just man children. They're just baby boys in Big boy bodies, Eddie I guess. More so, Eddie more so than... Uh, Eddie even more so. Yeah, yeah Eddie even more so than the portlier one. He he just always has the look of either, either like childlike glee, uh-huh. like, ha, or <laughs> always on his plus, face. Plus his clothes are like two sizes too big. <laughs> yes. He runs the most. He does. It's like, he's come the on most, now. He's the most afraid. So you just want to cuddle him. You just want to pull him next to your breast and just let him suckle or whatever. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, it's I've just, it, yeah. I feel very uh, motherly towards yeah. him, actually. Apparently. <laughs> Yeah, I would say so, yeah. It's not a brotherly act to to nurse. There's an underdog feel. We were talking about them being bullied or feeling like they're being bullied. People don't really seem to take them seriously. The ghosts certainly don't, even though they're bust, they're busting them all the time. Yeah. They're the man's man, the normal man. Yeah, they're the work, they're yeah. even more working class than like I think Winston could hang with them. Winston would be a good fit because he'd be like, Man, these guys are not smart, but I like them. Like he would get them. Like he would go have a beer with them. Cause you know, he was always the one on Ghostbusters, at least in the movies, where he's like, guys, y'all just pay me to do this shit. Yeah. And these guys don't have any scientific know-how. They're just a couple of idiots that their dads like couldn't kick them off the couch. So they taught them how to bust ghosts with this equipment. Like, yeah. Who knows where it came from? But it's almost like it's representative of their relationship with the real Ghostbusters at the time. Because remember, there's this whole thing where the real Ghostbusters, the movie was going to become a cartoon from Filmation. Right. They suggested that. They got screwed over by Columbia Pictures going over to Deke and making their own cartoon. So they did this one. And then it also just kind of feels like Filmation in general. Like they're the underdog. They're the little guy trying to do right. And God bless them. You just want to rub their head and give them a noogie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They they, they had He-Man behind him, but he was was taking a nap or something. And and he (laughs) somehow didn't last more than the two. Two seasons of yeah. 120 episodes total, but still, right. like, it, 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 things were not. I mean, obviously, they they folded in like '87, so things didn't go their way. But it just seemed like they were always trying. They were very scrappy, mm-hmm. very scrappy. <laughs> like if they were in the boxing ring, you'd be like, "He's a real scrapper." He's out gonna there. no, he's gonna lose. He's just, he's, he's, but he's really trying hard. Like he, it's like Rocky in the first Rocky. They were kind of like that. Like right. he lost, but man, he he lost with style. 
Eddie and Jake are such man children <laughs> that at one point in this episode, they try to Dennis the menace themselves into the castle. They yes. can't fly in with their flying car because they'll be seen. So they set up a giant slingshot <laughs> and have their talking car, GB, the ghost buggy, try to shoot them in there. Right. It doesn't even work is the thing. Listen, that'll work. It'll work well, in some instances. Well, I mean, it did get them to the wall, yeah. but they didn't clear the wall. But they everything works out in their favor. I mean, and of course, they are the protagonists, so... It's not like this is going to be a subversive show where they die at the end yeah. or something like that, and the ghosts win. In real life, they would ghosts pass. would have won yeah. many times yes. over. Yeah, this we would already be in dangerous <laughs> times. <laughs> a ghost apocalypse. Uh, we we don't have enough ghost apocalypses in fiction. It's we, always nuclear apocalypse, something environmental. You're right. Robots, that's a common one, and that's the most likely one. Yeah. But yeah, I'd like to see a ghost <laughs> just, apocalypse. Once, once again, you keep just glossing over this stuff. You just put it there I don't and know. you walk away from well, it. Well, I mean, I'm just saying normal things. You're right. Julie noted. Everything works out for these guys. Yeah. It's usually by accident and because it is kind of a farce. So they accidentally, after they don't make it over the wall, they float down the moat that surrounds the castle and accidentally discover the secret tunnel that leads them into the castle where right. they're trying to go. Or later, they put on some armor and the gorilla, Tracy, can't handle it. So he's stumbling around and accidentally discovers a hidden wall that helps them out. All of these things are happening and it's just like the man upstairs is looking out for him. Because, yeah. of course, why Why wouldn't he? He loves him. Yeah. <laughs> and that man's name, of course, is Lou Scheimer. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's yep. the man upstairs as far as I'm concerned. A.K.A. Jesus. He's, <laughs> yes, he's the cartoon messiah. Yeah. <laughs> the cartoon producer messiah. Also, sometimes voice actor. Yeah, right. Yeah. He's pretty much whatever you need him to be. Yeah. <laughs> You think when the toilet would break up there at the, at the Filmation Studios? He's he, the first one in line. He would go over there and just, you know, bring yeah. something up and jimmy it a little bit. He had a literal, like, rack of hats in his office, and he would put on whichever one was necessary for the job. He was yeah. the lawyer. Yeah. He was, like, he's probably, like, the secretary at times. They, they pull the phone book out. He's like, well, hold on. Yeah, yeah, bah, 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 bah. Wait a minute. The Ghostbusters in this episode are so hard up for jobs. Yeah. I've never seen them get, we've only watched two of these episodes, right. but I've never seen them get paid or even handed a check or anything yeah. for a job <laughs> that they've done. And as far as busting ghosts go, of course, that's true of the real Ghostbusters too. I don't remember money exchanging well, I mean, hands. You, you usually don't see their books. You know, you usually don't see the books. Going we're all, on. we're books heavy today. We are. <laughs> we're we really all about are. finances today on Days Past Finance Cast. <laughs> First, I claim I can't count by past <laughs> three. Concerned with tax information. <laughs> yeah, now I'm talking about <laughs> books and stuff, whatever that means. They're so hard up that they're going to take this job in fairy tale land. Trouble in fairy tale land, uh, madam? Are you feeling all right? Is there really a fairy tale land? I don't know. Well, I'd like to believe there is. And it gets called in by a woman named Madam Y which is not the letter or any crazy spelling. It's W-H-Y. Mm. Why ask why? Yeah. Try, bud, dry. <laughs> <laughs> She's a, uh, what they call a Romani. She is a gypsy. Mm -hmm. Hardcore. I don't know much about gypsy culture, and I bet that, well, <laughs> here's, here's the thing. There's like that, my big fat gypsy wedding is a, sh a reality show, and I'm not going to take that as an accurate representation of an entire culture. Uh, I think anything that's my big fat fill in the blank yeah. probably isn't a good source for right. understanding ethnicities and whatnot. But this woman is 
as gypsy as it gets. She sounds like she escaped from Transylvania, mm-hmm. like thickest uh, Eastern Bloc accent. She's like, oh, you are the Ghostbusters, I tell you. You know, it's all it's just, uh, just so hairy. There's hair on her tongue as she, she speaks. Yeah, she owns too many spoons. You know, <laughs> you know, you know she owns too many spoons. <laughs> you like my uh, spoongulation, no? Yeah. <laughs> oh, hum. Primeval's been quiet for a while. Let's see what's happening elsewhere in the universe. What's this? Ah, Durham Castle in fairy tale land. And beautiful as always. She's rough around the edges, and she is located. I mean, we open on this. Yeah. She is located in what is uh, the gypsy wagon, mm-hmm. which is kind of like the original RV. Yeah. The original trailer home is a gypsy wagon. <laughs> <laughs> like That's the first one. And it's out on a small, like not a dock like you would find in New York City or yeah. even like old London or New something York like that. New York City. New York oh, City. Yeah. <laughs> I'll follow and, you on that. Okay, good. Yeah. But it is a dock, as in like a fishing dock that a grandfather and son and grandson could walk down and fish off of. Right. Her yeah. wagon is on the end of that, <laughs> over overlooking a small pond. Essentially, yeah. I don't know where she is or why that's her place to be. It looks like something out of Huck Finn. You yeah. know, it it doesn't seem to be a good location for a gypsy, especially if she's supposed to be telling fortunes or anything right. like that. Yeah. <laughs> But guess what this gypsy does? What's that? Machines. Mm-hmm. She does machines. So she's into magic and machines. Yeah. Like everybody in every filmation show, but apparently Fat Albert. Yeah. <laughs> like, and they kind of do machines. They just don't do magic. This lady is inside the, brown the wagon. The Brown Hornet. Brown Hornet. Does the, uh... Dude, get him. Get, oh, sorry. Keep sorry. that name out of your okay. mouth. Yep. Inside her wagon, she has computers, like old style, large computers stacked up on the walls. Doss heavy. Like... <laughs> Doss heavy. <laughs> like she is in, like she is the FBI van trying to pretend that it's a gypsy wagon. <laughs> With the flower sticker yes. on the side. And, and, and she uses a TV remote clicker to operate her crystal ball. And oh, she yeah. just says, let's see what's going on elsewhere in the universe. Because Primeval, the usual bad guy, yeah. hasn't been saying much. He's been quiet recently. He's resting. I don't, <laughs> this is so weird. Like that. that's what leads us into the plot is her being bored. Yeah. That's the only reason we know about this. And guess what? It's not important to our world what happens over there. They're just trying to make a check. Land. Yeah, well, uh, now they are. But she seems very concerned about it. She clicks it on and sees this wedding between the prince and princess and apparently she knows who they are and she sees that it's going south and that's when she calls the ghostbusters and they take it on this this happens all the time in filmation especially on this show where like time travel robot ghosts (laughs) witches in salem all these it's like all these things happen and no one bats an eye and that's just how it how it goes (laughs) but the time travel the most normal thing it is ever it's like changing your underwear yeah it's like driving down to the (laughs) 7-eleven But the she treats it so pedestrianly. Right. All of these things, just like, ah, what's going on in the rest of the universe? It's taking all the magic out of all of these things. It's it really just is. draining it out. Because if you really looked at it, I mean, time travel should be able to get rid of your ghost problem completely. Whoever invented ghosts, you just go back and kill them. Yeah. Oh, but then they become a ghost. Right. Maybe that's how the ghosts got invented in the first place. Maybe. Okay. And it's a time loop. This does kind of bother me that they go to fairy tale land. It's it's not so much it bothers me, offends me, but you look bothered. I'm I'm a little hot and bothered. Yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah. warm and bothered. Yeah. Bothered. <laughs> warm and vexed. The Ghostbusters take this job as though it's an emergency. 
because a gypsy called them and told them that there's... And they got to pay their bills. There's danger. <laughs> well, there's no promise. There, we don't hear anything about payment ever. We're getting to end. It just seems to be a pro bono job that they're doing. But, I mean, maybe the idea is that if this Gimgul, the alleged ghost, yeah. if he takes over that world, fairy tale land, maybe he poses a threat here. And But this is where it gets sticky for me because foreign policy is kind of rough. Like, I can, I can kind of argue both sides for this kind of thing. Yeah. But what what happens with ghost foreign policy? The Ghostbusters, are they our Ghostbusters? Should they be more concerned with our world or should they be concerned with all the worlds in existence? Because there's, I'm sure, t- if there's a fairy tale land, there's got to be a ton of they other sh- backwater worlds. Right, or they should probably check in with the Boo Inn. Yeah, yeah, I did that. <laughs> I didn't have to make it, but I just want to do it for you though. Oh, it's making it. Okay. Yeah, it's in. <laughs> it's in 100%. Oh, well, they shit. should. there should be some authority. And we yeah. talked about this, I think, yeah. with the real Ghostbusters. There should be some authority that has a say in this besides two men and their gorilla. I hope so. Yeah, but no, they're just traveling over to other dimensions and leaving us. I mean, what happens if Primeval invades while they're gone? Yeah, I've never heard it like that before. Now you have. Yeah. And you can't unhear it. So at three minutes and 40 seconds mm-hmm. into this cartoon. Yep. We get the transformation sequence, the trademark <laughs> transformation sequence. Or I say transformation. It feels like a transformation. It's just the two Ghostbusters, the two humans mm-hmm. being dressed by robotic skeleton things in their acid trip is like, we're going to talk about this every time we do this <laughs> show because there's so much going on there. There are cackling Mohawk demons in the background, glowing spider webs, a, ske- is, a skeleton hand that picks you up to the, and then a, a skeleton <laughs> foot that kicks you in the ass when you're done and gets you out of there. Who built this? Who made this? What is it? Is this another world? Is yeah. this just a place inside the mansion? Cause they go down a chute yeah. and they end up in this nightmare world. It's like if Clive Barker had an amusement park, this is the ride that he would build. Or Pen- Bob, or Bob Barker. Bob Barker. Bob Barker. No, there'd be a lot more animals in it, I think. There'd be a lot more dogs. <laughs> Bob Barker's Hellraiser. Just the lamest story yeah. ever. It's on the Hallmark Channel. Now, Tracy isn't allowed to go through. He's waiting at the end of the shoot, yeah. which takes you know a whole minute. They use the same exact animation, same exact everything, uh, sounds, everything. It's, it's the same thing every time. It's one minute. It's just like He-Man transforming or anything mm-hmm. else in yep. these shows. It's a minute that's free. You know, <laughs> you get to do the same yeah. thing every time. Yeah. And they it's come time for you to use the restroom. Time exactly. For you to, yeah, for you, and same thing for the animators. Yeah. They get to use the restroom there. Yeah. They fly out of the chute, the two human Ghostbusters, and Tracy's just waiting. He pulls down a mattress and they just fly through this thing. He's got a little timer, I noticed this time, that he's timing how long it takes for them so that he can open it. Well, one, just have it open the whole time so they yeah. don't accidentally hit it. You don't have to time it out. But why doesn't Tracy change why doesn't he get to change clothes does he ever get to no Mm. and i'm wondering that's a real nightmarish situation like you can't some people you can't let them do psychedelics because primates can't handle that no kind of trippery okay exactly if you i I think if you put tracy through that he's going to start reaching for the nearest face and genitals and ripping them off immediately yeah it's like horses you put the blinders on when you put them when they walk by anything i don't know when you put the blinders on (laughs) you put them on for some reason when there when there's some uh pornographic things around that you don't want the young impressionable horses to see yeah to see They transform or get changed. <laughs> they should just call it the changing room, the yeah. changing scene. And they head off to Fairy Tale Land. 
Fairytale Land may be Euro Disney because it seems to just be a giant medieval castle with like three people living in it. Yeah. Because <laughs> we never see a citizen. We yeah. never see the rest of the royal family. There's no king or queen. There's no <laughs> jester. There's no anybody. There's no knights or anything that are guarding the prince and princess who are being wed. There's a minister who's a real asshole. Real dick. I don't know why. He's He's got a real he's yeah. stick up his ass. <laughs> I, he does. I guess he does. Maybe he travels around doing a bunch of weddings. I don't know. Yeah. And this is his third one of the day. You just have prince, princess, minister. Mm-hmm. Completely empty world, it seems like, yeah. minus the alleged ghost. Delwyn, the prince, he gets turned into a troll pretty early on. Yeah, just a fat fat little <sighs> ball of troll. It's truly a nugget, like yeah. a nugget mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Uh, just like he turns into a big green head, ugly as sin, w- with arms for ears, it looks like. Like right. his, his biceps are pretty much coming right out of where his yeah. ears should be. I think we've talked about this. He looked like one of those... Like one of the balls that had yeah, like the mad faces balls. on it. Yeah, it yeah, like a yeah. mad ball. Yeah. Oh, he took like totally a mad 100% ball. 100% mad yes. ball. <laughs> and it is kind of funny to hear this like posh, Brit- well, you know, kind of British accent coming out of this little ugly man. Uh-huh. Gimgol put a spell on me and turned me into an ugly troll. He wants to marry the Princess Gwendolyn himself so he can rule the kingdom. And I guess there's nothing I can do about it. He seems like he's kind of a fun guy when he becomes a troll. I, we don't get to see him much as the prince, yeah. but he kind of gets into the swashbuckling adventure of the whole thing. Maybe being a troll actually kind of, you know, brought it out of him a little bit, yeah, loosened connect, him up. Yeah, it connected a few wires, if you will. Yeah, I think at the end, it would have been nice if he's like, you know what? I don't, no thanks. Right. No thanks. I think I'll say a troll. <laughs> thanks, princess. He is so ugly that he has to pull out a mirror in the middle of conversation. Right, yeah. Just talking about other things. Uh-huh. He pulls it out. A hand mirror from yep. nowhere because he's wearing a loincloth. You carry one of those back in the day. He looked, you think, back in the day mm-hmm. in fairy tale land yeah. <laughs> in 1987. Yes. He pulls out the mirror, looks at it, it breaks immediately, throws it away, mm-hmm. then goes back to finishing his sentence. Yeah. Like, this is a Looney Tunes. You bit. loved it. You loved I it thought though. it was great. It's so fun. It's just so, it's like, this would never happen if any of this actually did happen. That's not what happened. I could have gone for another it. one, though. I could have gone for one more. I wish he would have kept breaking every mirror that he came, like, put mirrors all over the castle so he yeah. keeps breaking them. Castles have mirrors. Yes. We all know this. But he is that ugly. And, of course, the princess thinks so, too. Mm. Princess Gwendolyn is judgmental and shallow and... Shitty. A real sass monster. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Well, I think this is what royalty might actually be like. Okay. Because she's, <laughs> she, the second that she sees, like her husband to be disappears, she's crying about him. She hears his voice because he's as a troll hiding nearby, mm-hmm. calls out to her. Oh, oh my poor Prince Dylan. Oh, what has Kim Gold done with you? Please don't cry, Princess. What? Who's that? Your voice sounds familiar. Could it be my handsome prince? Come out where I can see you. Oh, an ugly troll. Go away, you horrible thing. Without even asking, like, wait, who are you? What are you doing here? Just gives him shit. Oh, my God, you're fucking disgusting. Get out of here. What are you even doing? Starts dry heaving. Yeah, just like, and he just goes, okay, I'm sorry. Just gets out of there. It's just like somebody who can't stand to sleep on sheets that are anything less than this thread count. Right. Like, there's like, oh, golly. 
I can't believe you live this way. Eight million thread count? Yes, is this exactly. what you're sleeping on? This is the life she's been leading. So to even see this walking mad ball for mm-hmm. a second, she thinks it's her right to just scream at him judgments and for him to just be thrown away. Daddy, kill it. She does this over and over again mm-hmm. in the show. Like every even later when the troll shows up with the Ghostbusters and is saving her, she again yells, You go away, you horrible troll. And she's doing it to try and save him, who she thinks is being held hostage by the yeah. wizard. Or he's not. He he seems more a wizard than a ghost. <laughs> Alleged ghost. We'll continue with that. All of these are reasons to not marry her. This that should have been the lesson here is that Delwyn becomes mm-hmm. the yep. troll. And he says, hey, you know, I'm kind of fun. It's kind of nice not having to worry about my status in life. I'm running around with these Ghostbusters. This is nice. There's no feudal system. I'm so outside this. I'm off the grid. (laughs) I'm out of the feudal system. I'm out of the caste system. I just do whatever I want. I live in mud. Yeah. (laughs) I eat eat shit, literal shit all day. And it's awesome. I don't even have to worry where it's coming from. There's real food, but I'm eating shit. There's a whole whole supply of it. I don't have to worry about anything. And then at the end when he saves the princess and ultimately she kisses him and changes him back. And that's like, you ultimately, what's uh, well, a kiss like out of like, oh, I've seen the error of my ways. She only says this after he's saved her. Yeah. So that's politics. Mm. Scratch my back. But yeah, I think the real, the actual, like the, the good, interesting character arc would have been for him to say, ah, no, 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 thanks. I think I'm going to stay right here being a troll and not married to you. Right. Thanks very much. Yeah. princess. <laughs> have you ever heard this? Something along the lines of. If you're going out with somebody, you start going out with somebody new. All right. You can judge their character by how they treat the waiter. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I think that's true in this situation of you can judge the character of who you're dating by how they treat a troll. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah if they if they spin on them and call them disgusting and kick them across the room or whatever, because that now, might this, be how they treat you. Is this a medieval troll? This is a troll in any era. Trolls have been the same for many centuries. (laughs) Yeah, they're not inventing new trolls over here. Like this is, they're not developing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm following. Yes. I catch your drift. (laughs) Yeah, my subtle drift. (laughs) Now, when the Ghostbusters see him as the troll, because they run into him in a cave, because they're hiding from some bad guys, (laughs) they run into him and they run away and they... They're calling everything on this show ghost something or other. But when they see the actual creature... Who's not a ghost, admittedly, but they immediately go to, it's a monster. The one time they have something that's like clearly supernatural this in front valid. of them. This is valid, This could guys. almost be a ghost. It's not, but it could be. They call it a monster. Then once they actually see him in daylight. It's a monster. Eddie, wait, that's no monster. He's just a little troll. Guys, what is your classification system? You have to get this shit together. It's not a monster. It's a troll. What is that even? That's, that's, a troll is a monster. This is ridiculous. It is. Hey, listen, everyone kept it consistent, though. No, they did All all the way through to a Vinkman, bro. The only way they kept it consistent is by calling everything a ghost. Is being inconsistent. Calling everything a ghost. (laughs) That's in their path. Speaking of ghosts, yes, and not ghosts, and alleged ghosts, and non trolls, non am I a non troll <laughs> being? Well, I am a monster, so I couldn't be a troll, right? Gimgul 
who has the word ghoul in his name. So yes. he must be, that's them basically saying like, look, he's a ghoul. I mean, <laughs> how can he not be a ghoul? He's got ghoul in his name. Come on. Yeah, we put Gambit. Look past that. He looks, like I said before, looks way more like a wizard who has like a toucan Sam nose. And he kind of looks a little bit like, he's just dressed to the nines. So he's dressed in a cloak and he's got a big old like cummerbund or something. I don't know. He's like, oh, just one of those sexy cummerbunds. Purple tight ass pants, just like dressed really well. And one then he, pants, he, he's a butterface, yeah. I guess, because you get to his face and he look, he's got these big, wide, yellow, pupilless eyes and, and kind of grayish skin, huge honker. He looks like kind of one of these creatures that's born in pitch black and never develops like normally, you know, like they live in a cavern all their lives. Right. And this is the species that they're like, he's kind of the humanoid version of that, but there is no evidence to support that. This is a ghost in any way. Correct. Like at all. He has a scepter that does his magic for uh -huh. them. He is, he like busts in on people. He doesn't go through walls. He bangs doors open and shit like that. He's trying to marry a living woman, which Beetlejuice tried to do too. Yeah. And he is a ghost. He's the ghost of the most. But I just don't I just don't agree that this man's a ghost. And I kind of feel I wonder if, at least in this world, ghost is just like a bad guy. Correct. You just call yeah. a villain yeah. a ghost. <laughs> He's a real ghost. He's being a real ghost. My boss, total ghost. Now he wants to marry the princess to take over fairy tale land. Yep. All and all three of the people who live there, I guess. <laughs> Not Amaro High. No, no. Well, I mean, it's it's a nice big castle. There seems to be a lot of room in there. He wants to marry the princess to take over. And he says to one of his minions, After tomorrow, I'll be the ruler of the richest kingdom in the land. But, Kimko, the princess still refuses to marry you. She'll change her mind when I get through with her. Are you going to put a spell on her with the scepter? I find such crude methods distasteful. No, I'll... What's that? But he is willing to use violence and threats and coercion. Everything. Basically, he's just like a criminal. Right. He's willing to do all those things. Extortion. I'm going to yeah. extort everyone. Yeah. Exactly. But mm -hmm. he's not like, because I, I get the one hand. It's like, well, I want her to actually want me or to, to I guess he does have her actually choose to marry him. Yeah. But only because he gave her no other choice. Like, this is not her saying, I like you at all. I love the purple pants. Yeah. Well, and I look, I can see her if he would have done this smooth. Yeah. And if he would have been like, look, I'll capture you, but let's start eating dinner and stuff like that. Then I'm uh, over a few you months, while you're eating, but just, yeah, you know, we're going to start. Yeah. I think over a few months, she might have started to warm up at least to his fashion sense. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll back you that. He wants to take over Fairy Tale Land. We've got Skeletor who wants to take over Eternia. Uh -huh. We've got <laughs> Hordak on Shira who wants to take over Etheria and basically already have. Yep. You know, that's world domination or at least nationwide domination yeah. are the things that these villains usually want. And in this case, he's dealing with monarchy. He's got a prince and princess that mm -hmm. are ruling over everything. There's no system in place, as far as we know, to elect anything, laws. Yeah. It's whatever they say. So maybe, what if this guy, this alleged ghost, has actually good ideas for fairy tale land, like as far as policy and stuff goes, but he has no choice. There's no way for him to get his foot in the door. He's just a, a commoner. He yeah. can't, the monarchy is in place, what they say goes, because they're considered gods amongst men or whatever. So I'm not defending his actions, but I am wondering, why is he so intent on taking over? Is it a power trip or is it that he thinks he has good ideas on how to run the place? There's just no way in but to turn people into trolls. Interesting. These I are like political that. Yeah. issues that are often <laughs> run into. I mean, you can't run a campaign without turning a few people into trolls. This Ghostbusters show 
has turned your thinking into this here. I, <laughs> it stretches so thin. You, is, had to, you had to go on this side. This of it. is I love how it. my life is now. This is everything I think about. Everything I eat is all related to tunes and villain motivations. And <laughs> I, uh, but the world's gonna elastic on me, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. They stretch their plot line so thin. You're like, you know what? We're going deep. I'm gonna it squeeze up. it out. I will yeah. find blood in the turnip. We're gonna squeeze <laughs> out did. all the fruit juice. <laughs> Very bloody. All of it. Gim Ghoul has minions. Yes. Called the Ghost Patrol. <laughs> why? Dunno. Why they have to be called Ghost Patrol. They're they're a bunch of knights. Yep. One of them like turns into a cloud of dust mm-hmm. and then like flies over this way and then turns back. But to just look at them, there is no there's no reason to call them ghost knights or anything like that. They're just throwing the word ghost onto anything <laughs> they can. Like, can you hand me the ghost bread, please? I want a ghost and peanut butter sandwich. Every, like, it's almost a tick at this ghost point. Bread. Ghost bread, please. These guys are proof that this show, and really filmation in general, and a lot of cartoons we watch, not just filmation, suffer from what I would call foot soldier syndrome. What's the easiest and most cost-efficient way to have your heroes face a lot of enemies and therefore have a big threat, but keep the cost down on animation and design? have them all look exactly the same. Yeah. And that's what these guys are. They're all designed exactly the same. They're Foot all just clan, a bunch baby. Of Foot, Foot clan's clan. the same thing. Yep. I mean, we had it with the horde stormtroopers. Yep. We've had it. I mean, it's all over the place. It is not just a filmation thing, but there's an especially bad outbreak of it at filmation, I would say, because they're definitely looking like these guys coming out of the drawbridge of the uh, over the drawbridge of the right. castle. Yeah. It is literally the same animation of them on horses with lances, <laughs> just one after another. Like it's a loop. It's a gif. You could totally make a gif out of it easily. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing but gifs. Yeah. Th- that was the first gif was was an animation. By, <laughs> filmation by cartoons were the first gifs because <laughs> yeah. they were just things on loop, basically. Right, yeah. But these might as well just be other trolls Mm -hmm. in armor hunting down the Ghostbusters. They just use axes and swords and things and chase after them on foot or on horses. Yeah. Does that sound like ghosts to you? No. Okay. No. But they are ghosts. By their definition. Allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly ghosts. (laughs) And that brings us to a new segment here on the Days Past Tooncast. Travis is a fan of Filmation's Ghostbusters. You know that whenever Jake Kong Jr. is near a ghost, his nose starts to wiggle. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Travis, I hope you have ghost-detecting powers of your own, because we're about to play the very first round ever of the game known as Ghost or No Ghost! Ghost or No Ghost. Folks, welcome to Ghost or No Ghost, where contestants guess whether or not something is a ghost for scary big prizes. Our competitor today is none other than Days Past Tooncast's own Travis. Travis, we're glad to have you. I'm glad to be here, Will. And we're glad to have you, Travis. I'm glad to be here, though. I just said that. So glad to have you, Travis. I'm happy to be here. Well, we're glad to have you. I'm gladder. Let's do this. Now, Travis, I understand that you're a big fan of cartoons. Huge fan, Will. I am. Well, let's hope you picked up some ghost knowledge along the way. Oh, I did, Will. Because we're about to play Ghost or No Ghost. Ghost or No Ghost. Are you ready, Travis? I was born ready, Will. Real quick, let's review the rules of the game. I'm going to name something. Could be a person. 
Could be a place, could be an animal, vegetable, or mineral. Literally anything. When you're ready to answer, you'll buzz in and tell me whether or not whatever I named is a ghost. Ghost or no ghost. Pretty simple, isn't it? That's in the title. Okay, first up. Coming from the House of Ideas Marvel Comics, we have Ghost Rider, a human man possessed by a demonic spirit of vengeance who's transformed into a motorcyclist with a flaming skull for a head. Marvel Comics Ghost Rider, Travis, ghost or no ghosts? Travis. Uh, Will? Yes, Travis. That's going to be a ghost. Travis, you are absolutely correct. The Marvel Comics character Ghost Rider, who is a human possessed by a spirit, is in fact a ghost. It's right there in the name. Time for number two here, Travis. Let's see if you can keep that ghost train a-rolling. Looks like we got a hip-hop artist on our hands. Ghostface Killa. Real name, Dennis Coles, a member of the Wu-Tang Clan rap group, 48 years old and very much alive as of this recording. Travis, ghost face killer, ghost or no ghost, Travis. That's a ghost, Will. You are absolutely correct. The hip-hop artist, Ghostface Killer, a man who is currently alive on this earth, is in fact a ghost due to his name containing the word ghost, Travis. Now, Travis, you got two. Okay. One more left to go, Travis. It's time to focus up. Okay. I'm serious. Ghosts of Mississippi, a 1996 courtroom drama film starring Alec Baldwin, Whoopi Goldberg, and James Woods. Ghosts of Mississippi, Travis, ghost or no ghost? Ghost. Travis, is that your final answer? Yes. Travis. You are absolutely 100% correct! The 1996 motion picture Ghosts of Mississippi is in fact a ghost that can legally be hunted and detained by any number of ghost-busting firms thanks to that one magic word, ghost! Travis, you've won the day. You answered all three correctly, absolutely 100% correct. And as we said at the top of the show, here on Ghost or No Ghost, we have scary big prizes for our winners. Travis, do you have room on your schedule for a trip? I think so. Yeah, I cleared it before I came here. Yeah. Because we're about to send you on a one-way, all-expenses-paid trip to the afterlife! Okay. That's right, Travis. You will be transformed into a ghost yourself right here in front of our live studio audience. An irreversible process, which I will begin here with the press of this button if you'll step to the guillotine, please, Travis. From here, you'll be sent directly to the hereafter for all eternity. Travis, do you have any last words? As a living man. Uh, I love everyone that I left behind. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> you heard him, folks. Let's do this count with me. We got three, three two, one. And that's how we play Ghost or No Ghost. Ghost or No Ghost.
The day is saved with a kiss. Mm. This being Lovers Month. Yeah. That's what they should call it. Lovers Just Month. Just Lovers Month. A month for lovers. Because it's so, it's it's both classy and salacious at yeah. the same time. And trashy. And super trashy. Yeah. Yeah, he took a lover. Yeah. He's taken on a lover. <laughs> it's, he fought her, is what it sounds like. <laughs> Street lover. Two. The world champion. Dude. Saved by a kiss. Well, I mean, really, the Ghostbusters and the troll do all the work and and save the princess and get rid of the alleged ghost man wizard fella. Person. Regular person. I mean, the ghost machine does work on him. It sends him away to wherever. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess the proof's in the pudding. But I want to know what happens if you aim that thing at just a person. The dematerializer will just melt anyone, I think. I, think, I would think so. It doesn't yeah. say ghost dematerializer, yeah. and ghosts aren't material anyway, at least as far as... Look, I'm I'm old-fashioned with ghosts. Yeah. Like, just fucking make them slimy. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. Have them say boo and get them out of there. Like, it's, it's a sheet simple... Sheet them up. Yeah, sheet them up and slap them on out. Like, who cares? <laughs> but they do get rid of them, and then the princess realizes, uh, Gwendolyn, realizes the error of her ways, again, only after being saved... By the troll and, and these rando guys that are there. And she gives him a kiss and it turns him back into the prince. And we're given a moral at the end, just like we always are mm-hmm. on these filmation shows, yep. which is accept people for who they are, not for how they look. Now, it was very funny to me that Eddie, I believe, says, But the best part was when the princess kissed the troll, she didn't know it was her prince. Yeah, she liked him anyway. She liked him anyway. Like, as if to point out, like, it's terrible how he looked. He was disgusting. But she loved him anyway. It's like if you said to someone you love, like, I love you even though you're disgusting. Right. Yeah. It's Eddie, and it's Eddie who says it. I he doesn't know any yeah. better. He's he's learning. You know, he's learning just like the rest of us. He's, he's a work in, in progress. Chair. He's in his high chair. <laughs> he should be in a high chair. He, he absolutely should, should be. be. Yeah. He At home, he's a diaper man. And that's a fitting moral for this particular program, I think. Yeah. Because... It feels like we're watching the misfits. We're watching the outcasts. We're watching the underdogs. Even though they live in a ragtag haunted house filled with ghosts, which they're supposed to bust, Mm -hmm. and they don't bust them. (laughs) And one's wearing a hat that looks like he's got nipples on his head. And they hang out with the gorilla. It's like an old flight helmet, I think, or something like that. It's got way too many knobs on it. I I think at some point in the 1920s, we thought it would save you if you fell out of a plane. Okay. Or at least it's to make you feel comfortable. It's like duck and cover in case of atomic attack. It doesn't help out with the Gs at all, huh? No, No, it's it's just there for comfort. Okay. And for style, certainly. (laughs) These are the underdogs, the losers, the salt of the earth. You can't judge them by their cover, although judging them by their cover of their VHS tape yeah. <laughs> got me involved with them in the first place because it said Ghostbusters. And as a child, I just needed more Ghostbusters in my life. Definitely. We all do. We all do. Another filmation foible in the bag. Oof. Ghostbusters, we love you. We need you. We gotta have you. <laughs> Ghostbusters, you're my Valentine. I'm in love. And if you want to write us some love letters here at the Days Past Tooncast, you can follow us on Twitter at DPTooncast. You can email us dptooncast at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash dptooncast. And if you're checking us out, whether it's on Apple Podcast or anywhere else, please make sure to rate and review us. These things help get the word out there. The Days Past gospel must be spread. You know what else is a ghost? You tell me. Our rap music video on YouTube. It's a parody matchup of 1992's X-Men animated series theme with Sir Mix-a-Lot's Baby Got Back. 
Just search Days Past Tooncast on YouTube. Video's called X-Men Attack. Uh, double up. Uh, uh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Well, we're going to hop in the old ghost buggy here. Mm. Travis, let's get her started up. Let's do it. You ready? Yep. Okay. And uh, guys, uh, we're, uh, hold on. Uh, we, we'll, we'll check y'all later next week. And um, we're going to do one more week of uh, Filmation February. Yep. Bye. And uh, I'm looking forward to this. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think next week you guys are going to like, uh, it's kind of a famous guy. Oh, yeah. oh we got to get going. Wait, what, what, yeah, what's all the right, name? All right. Oh, okay. uh, oh, it's um, um, He-Man. Let's just say it. Yeah. Are you ready? Uh, masters of the Universe Tutor, my dude. See you next week. Tutor. That gorilla's jacked. He is, though, bro. But for a gorilla, he's out of shape. <laughs> His regular John Candy of the gorilla community. I'm going to cuter than death. Going to cuter than death. Hey, kids, come follow me. Get your inspection done, by the way. It's nope. important. No? Okay. <laughs> Cops can't make me do shit. You got a towel? Das. I got some towel, a beach towel, a beach towel. A la la, a la 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 la. This is what a robot ghost sounds like. Uh, uh -huh. Maybe not. Uh -huh. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> Just immediate shutdown. <laughs> you think I don't like taking shits? You're wrong. I'm so angry right now that my face hurts. And my teeth are falling out because I'm so mad. <laughs> gross ass shit. No, it is. It's fuck gross. Ah, oh, god, god damn it! That's right. That's right. Uh, that's right. Mm, that's right. <laughs> you got a lot of nice girls out there, Lagrange. <laughs> what the shit? Ah, that's right. right. Can you make that sentence correct for me? Ah, that's right. There we go. Okay. Yeah, bust that body. Uh, what? Uh, I wanna bust that body. I wanna bust that body. Hello, Mr. Prince. I'm so happy to meeting you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I want to bust that body. I'd like to bust that body. I would like to busting that body. I wanna bust that body. I wanna bust that body. <laughs> I'm gonna bust that body, you know? I think I'm gonna bust, bust that, that body. body. I think I'm gonna bust that body. I'm considering busting that body. I wanna bust that body. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> Sam Kinison mixed with a bunch <laughs> yeah. of shit. I love it. <laughs> <laughs>